Welcome to Laughing Your Mask Off. Sleep Sleepover Edition! <laughs> the podcast where we talk to comedians about navigating the world of comedy since the pandemic. I'm Katherine Cowan. I'm Carly Palestina. And today we are talking to the delightfully delirious Divya. Hey. Hey. Welcome, Divya. Thank, thanks for coming on our, our our good old sleepover version of this podcast. <laughs> um, okay, great. Now to get started, Divya, what's your deal? Oh, my deal. Um, I was raised in a traveling circus that I was a part of for uh, almost two decades. And then... Um, when I was 18, I self-emancipated. I moved to the city and then because it was hard to get a job because I didn't really have any paperwork from just being in a circus. Um, so then I kind of just went into comedy because I really had limited job choices. Um, but I'm hoping to, my plan is to um, get into Harvard's business school and really turn my life around. So comedy is just, you know, something I'm doing as, as, the, a, as a go-between, yeah. As the go-between between the circus and Harvard <laughs> Business School. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh, wait, okay. Just for our listeners quickly, um, uh, the sleepover version of our eloquent podcast. Um, we're still gonna talk some good comedy. We're still gonna talk about all, all the great things. Um, but we're recording this episode in the depths of night. We're all a little loopy for, for a variety of reasons. So we're throwing in some more um, silliness and uh, questions we found on the internet. And so yeah. things get a little, a little zany, if you will. All right. Carly, do you have a question to ask Divya? Okay. What was your first email address? <laughs> my first email address Ooh, I think it was um I had a pet parrot when I was a kid and his name was Skittles um so I think it was something like skittles at aol.com you got these skittles just like straight up there were probably some numbers after it that'd be really cool numbers. so you know when people have their name as their instagram yeah 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 like they caught <laughs> their names without underscores or right. numbers. Yeah. There's another Catherine Cowan in the world. And so mine is Catherine dot Cowan. Is that a bummer mm. on Instagram? Not my email. Yeah. I have- I, did you change your Instagram handle in the past few months? I felt like I it was did. something it, different. Yeah. It was something different. It was Catherine dot Reagan. I'm so glad you brought this up because I bet the podcast listeners were really confused. Um, it was Catherine.Reagan, which is my middle name. And that I'm, you know, because people sometimes have their middle names and their Instagram names. And uh, then Carly Palestina, you know her from this podcast, was like, hey, maybe your Instagram should be your name and not your middle name. And then I changed it for networking and brand purposes. Happy to help. I'm. <laughs> but I did. did was confuse Divya, Carly. No, no, no. I'm glad you changed it because I was confused originally. Oh. So I was like, I don't, is this the right person? <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, it's me. It was my middle name and now it's my last name. And that's my whole name, Catherine Cowan, first and last. 
not middle not middle no middle name in there no middle name in sight on my instagram anymore. <laughs> get that lamb out of here what's that from you remember that i've like, never heard that before that lamb out of here i don't remember what it's from it's not a thing and <laughs> <laughs> one day it will be found <laughs> any podcast listeners have a sense of um what that might be from they definitely don't they're like i'm never listening to this podcast again carly clearly is stupid <laughs> um <laughs> okay Catherine's bringing the mean girl energy to the I, sleepover i'm sorry i'm sorry you know what you know what we're gonna do now divya we're gonna say hey divya what was your life like in comedy before the pandemic <laughs> <laughs> um I, I think I've blacked out everything from before the pandemic because it all feels so irrelevant now. But I think it was actually kind of like I I started comedy really in like 2019. So right before the pandemic, I was like about a year in and felt like I was really starting to like make progress. I was getting a lot better. Um, I was just like starting to do a lot more, more shows. Um, And I was really excited because I was about to start for the first time producing my own shows. So I had um, a show that called Firestarters, uh, which you're aware of. Uh, It's a women's LGBTQ mic. And March 30th was going to be our first show. And then I was also producing another show with a friend that was going to be at QED. um, And it was going to be like a fun kind of character sketch roast battle slash stand-up show um, that I was really excited about. And then the pandemic hit and all of that got put on pause, obviously. Um, So I know it was fun. Like, I think I was like, just kind of starting to get my sea legs really. Um, Just like meeting a lot more people. I was starting to do shows outside of New York. Uh, So I felt like I was making good progress. And then all of that, all of that just, hit a wall and stopped all at once um so it was yeah a little tough but then you kept fire starters going during the pandemic virtually right or yeah so we kept it as a virtual mic um, and we did it every week and we one thing that we started doing differently is we started having prompts for comedians which were totally optional but we'd like have a theme for every mic so Um, One time it was like animals. So if you had any jokes about animals that you wanted to do, or we did like um, bad romance was a theme. So if you wanted to do any dating material or stuff like that. Um, So I think that was fun too, because it also helped us and other comics try to generate new material. um, Because I think that was also just hard to keep your motivation during the pandemic. Um, So yeah, I'm glad that we did that because that was at least kept us consistently doing comedy and you know trying to continue to write and be creative do you have a lot of people who did the firestarters zoom mic who are like regulars at the normal firestarters in person now or was it like a totally different crowd i would say it was actually a mix we had people that were regulars at our mic in person and then like joined our virtual mic and found that useful and then we did have people a couple people that had never done our mic in person or like didn't do it as regularly and then came a few times to our virtual mic and then afterwards like kind of came regularly to our in-person mic so it it was fun to kind of see like new people and we had a lot of the people were New York comics but occasionally we had people just from 
out, you know, all over the country that would occasionally find out about the mic and drop in. So that was also a fun thing was just to like meet people that you never would have encountered otherwise. Yeah. yeah. So Divya, um, what would be your perfect day? Plan it out from wake up to bedtime. <laughs> And your questions, Catherine, are from? They're from teenvogue.com. Just so they get proper. Um, I don't have the like MLA citation for it or anything, but it's 71 good questions to ask your best friends. And for those of you who are not familiar with my relationship with Divya, who are listening to the podcast, Divya and I are very best friends. I like Divya more than I like Carly, who's on the <gasps> podcast <as well. laughs> Hot to like quite frankly, <laughs> I feel bullied. I feel um <laughs> bullied is that's every item on this list. Okay, so did you answer the question though? <laughs> um okay, we'll address the group dynamics in a minute, but my perfect day. <laughs> um I think I would wake up still, I would like to wake up in the morning. So like before 11 a.m. Um, <laughs> but still like after a full night's sleep. I would have a coffee and read some sort of novel. Um, I think then I would love to just like spend some time writing without like any pressure of like anything going on in the day and just feel like free to just write, um, maybe take a stroll outside in the park. I'm assuming it's a wonderfully sunny, beautiful day, but not too hot. Um, Okay, this is like a long day, I guess. <laughs> I guess it's a full, a full day. Um, full day. Okay, then, you know what? Would love to go on the water in some sort of boat. Because um, that's not, that's cool. And it's not a day that I would often have. Right. Um, ideally, like a paddle boat that you push with your feet. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Everyone listening at home, Dibby is doing a really... <laughs> gesture with her hands <laughs> but imagine these are my feet <laughs> and podcast listeners imagine that you can see it yeah <laughs> it's sound. imagine that you can see my hands paddling but then imagine that, that they're my feet is that your day no because there's more this would not be a full day <laughs> um I would have Maybe I'd meet up with friends for an early dinner. Mm -hmm. We'd have, you know what, ramen or Thai, something. I love ramen something. and Thai. Yeah, one of those. We'd have ice cream after. Um, and then, you know what, maybe to like close out the day, it'd be a comedy show, but like a very chill comedy show with like just friends, um, like everyone's having a good time joking, like very loose. People are just like riffing um yeah and then we have like a drink to close out the night great that's lovely yeah, that's yeah. A wonderful day that you would have <laughs> oh all right so uh back to comedy um so you work in computers <laughs> in real life <laughs> why comedy I mean I always loved comedy so I think growing up like I watched, you know, SNL and Mad TV as a kid. 
Um, and then as I got older, I really got into the Comedy Central presents like their half hour specials. Um, and I think from that, like I really, I don't even know if I necessarily like knew that I wanted to be a comedian, but I started just writing jokes in a notebook and they were all like, I've looked at them, they're all terrible and none of them are usable at all. But I think I just really loved, cause I've always loved writing. And so I love that it's writing and then just this like very straightforward performance aspect to it. But it's so, you know, some people are very performative and they do act outs and that's like the humor. Um, but I love comedians that are, it's like the humor very much comes from the writing. Um, so I think I just, kind of fell in love through watching comedy growing up and through watching stand-up, just kind of fell in love with it and um, just like started writing jokes. And so wrote jokes for a long time before I ever performed. Um, and it's just, you know, I think when you get on stage for the first time, it's just such a different feeling from anything you've experienced. And when people laugh at the things, like they laugh when you expect them to laugh, even though like, you're like, okay, I wrote this to be funny, but for people to actually respond in that way, I don't know, it's just like a very different feeling that I think a lot of people kind of get hooked onto. Totally. On a similar, but not at all note, uh, but somehow if you say that people think the things are linked. <laughs> um, <laughs> if you were a cereal, which <laughs> And why? Oh man. Um, These questions brought to you by mindbodygreen.com. The question <laughs> a really old article. <laughs> okay, I really have to separate myself from just what cereal do I like to eat and really think about what represents me. So I'm going to say, <laughs> I'm still going to do both. Um, I'm going to say um, Reese's Puffs. Ooh, that cereal. Cause I think it's like, you know, I think there's different sides to me and different flavors. And I like to think that I portray that in, like I show that in my comedy, but it still works together. So it's like Reese's Puffs. Um, and also it's just a good cereal. Nice. That's a high qual answer. It is a good cereal. Is that your favorite cereal too? What's your favorite cereal to eat? Ugh, I mean, I don't eat those cereals now because I think I would just die so much sooner. But I mean, I loved Reese's Puffs. I loved Cocoa Pebbles, Captain Crunch, Frosted Flakes, Tricks, Kicks. Hmm. I forgot about, I forgot about what's the chocolate crisp, the Cocoa Krispies, like yeah. chocolate rice Krispies. Those are my favorite mm. cereal. They had them at school, like at college. And I like, anytime I was having a bad day, I would just go and get like things of the like little individual packaged Cocoa Krispies and like sit in my room and eat them. I always was, I'm always a Lucky Charms person, which is a little yes. controversial at times because people are like, there are so few charms and so much of the other stuff. I always like to pretend that the, um, <laughs> that when I was eating them in the bowl, that the marshmallows were at war with like the grains and the goal of the spoon and the marshmallows was to, to get all the grains first so that by the end you had only marshmallows. <laughs> 
Um, it's like a game. So I did that too, but it sounds like, really? so you always, yeah, um, I'd like, you'd save the marshmallows for last because that was the best part. Hell yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, but it sounds like a very unbalanced war if you, you were always on their side. That's actually so true. I was so biased. I really wanted the marshmallows to win every time. <laughs> kind of. Really- I mean, that, that is a metaphor for war. Like that's, this is why we shouldn't have war. Wow. Honestly, thank God we're, we're solving all these, like, the deepest issues possible. I think we solved war just now. Just <laughs> right now. I've never, I've never seen a more productive podcast in my life. I think Lucky Charms really goes with your brand. Thank you so I much. I feel like, I feel like in, if, if you were to, like, package yourself in a brand guidelines, it would be like, and Carly only eats Lucky Charms. And everyone would be like, that checks out. So anyway, <laughs> wait, Carly, are you Irish? I am Italian. But she's um, kind yeah. of short and ginger. It is true. Um, <laughs> wait, did you just say kind of short and ginger? <laughs> Catherine, if I ever do anything in my life, that's going to be one of the pull quotes I use. <laughs> like, you know how people have like sarcastic pull quotes on the side, like kind of short and ginger. <laughs> I am actually change my Instagram bio to that and like quote you in it. I'll tag you. Please do. I need, I need more followers. Yeah. For those of you who may have not have seen Carly in person, but have only seen her, only listened to her on the podcast. She is kind of short. <laughs> and- I am such an average, I am an, I am an average of heights. Are you really? How tall are you? I'm like five, four, five, five. No, so you're pretty short. <laughs> is it the national women's average like five nine i'm like five nine so you're tall Catherine. yeah but like compared to me carly feels short <laughs> how tall are you i'm five six and a half yes yeah, so oh. you don't seem short though which is that's not short yeah that that's like above average easily but like Carly feel like like when I see Carly in person I feel like she's shorter than me I feel like you and I are like close in height you I, like, yeah Carly you you seem petite <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's a nice that's a better way of saying kind of short yeah that's true <laughs> all of these are great I I the short um, the short, uh, short times it's so funny because I'm such a height where like height is so subjective that it's funny how in some circles it's like you <laughs> no, I mean it's not subjective. Like, it's like, it's <laughs> there's actually measurements and it's a <laughs> standard system about you I mean we're like short and tall or subjective like okay yes you're oh, okay but that's what's curious is that your whole point yeah I'm so sorry that went not one point yeah. <laughs> we just need the raw unedited version of this podcast. <laughs> I'm not even gonna edit it. I'm just gonna stick it on on the internet. Honest to God. Is, is okay, can I ask a question? Yeah. Yeah. Heck okay, yeah. my question comes from cosmopolitan.com and it is 30 questions you need to ask your crush if you want to test your compatibility. <laughs> So this is to both of you. Your kidnappers would return you for talking about 
blank for two hours. The government. What? (laughs) (laughs) This girl's insane. (laughs) What are your thoughts on the government? I just think we shouldn't have one. Wait, are you anarchist? A little bit. Like, for real, Carly knows this. I just, like, everything in the world, I think, is the government's fault. Universally. Not just our government. All governments. I just think that's bad. So, what is your perfect government solution? You know that episode of um, Parks and Rec, where Ron is like, (laughs) I have an idea of government is one guy who sits and decides who to nuke. I disagree with that, but, like... I just wanted to bring that up. Um, I don't know what a perfect government <laughs> would be, but I just don't think they should have any power because they're evil. Does, do you guys <laughs> like the government? Are you like, man, I love the government? I can't no. say that that's how I feel. Right. Huh? Exactly. So they're bad. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, I think I think it's unfortunate that society is structured this way because it's very fucked. Um, hmm. I'm sorry if I'm not allowed to curse on the podcast. You absolutely are. And plus, okay, perfect. Edition, anything goes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like, what, what do you think is? I'm curious, like, if you see an alternative. So not, not a government-run society, but like, how would society yeah. be structured? Like, I really, I really like freedom. You know, like, I think that things should be free. I just think that when the government is like, here's like who you can marry and here's the rule about what you have to learn in school and like stuff like that. I'm like, who are these people to tell me how I want to live my life? Like, I just think that they shouldn't have any control over anything in your like actual like personal life. But then at the same time, I think that the government should regulate like monopolies because not monopolies are really bad for the economy, but they don't even do that. Like, that's like the one thing that I'm like, guys, if you could just do this, that would be great. And then they don't even do it. So like, that's why I don't trust the government. I don't think that, like, I don't think the government should tell you how you should think or who you should be. Or like, I don't think the government should tell you like what religion you can have or like be like, I don't know. They have a history of doing stuff like that. You know, being like, everybody must be Christian or we're going to put these people in camps and stuff like that. And that's bad. Yes. That's, that is not good. Well, Catherine, if I were your kidnapper, I would return. <laughs> I would as well. Yeah, I could. <laughs> Pearly, what would you get returned over? Um, I would probably get returned for talking about Alice in Wonderland. Do you talk about Alice in Wonderland a lot? I... It, if it comes up, I will not. <laughs> it doesn't like, give, give your best talking points on it. Okay, so Alice in Wonderland is the first book to ever pass the Bechdel test. It is the oh, book wow. that started children's literature. It is the first literal one. And I think people oversimplify it by being like, oh, Alice in Wonderland, drugs. But it's so much more than that. It's an allegory for the French. And... <laughs> uh french politics at the time and the nonsense there like there's the house of what cards time was it i it was the i it 1850s i want to say 1850s it's somewhere around there it was actually also banned in china for the personification of animals because that was like this is too much so it was a banned book in china another uh, government thing i don't support banning books 
I don't think books should be banned either. I think that's, I, that's always makes me like, I'm like, we have to, you gotta be able to read the things. Um, that's uh, <laughs> a really eloquently put point by me. Um, I, yeah, I, Alice Wonderland also is so interesting because it has been adapted so many times, but that's also because of the central conceit that it's like the, who are you? And because that's her whole thing, it's been let people who want to adapt her story, adapt it time and time again, because they're allowed to fill in the blank of that question. This is also from a um, Alice in Wonderland and Transmedia um, book. It's fine. Uh, the... <laughs> I also collect copies of Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Wait, can I read the description to this question that I just asked? Yes. So it says, not only is this question a unique way to mix things up, but he, I guess there's a person named Heap, says it's also a great way to tap into your crush's hobbies. It's always fun to hear someone talk about something they're passionate about, and it gives you a glimpse of the type of things that they'll find interesting. Huh. Do you feel like you have found out more about me and Carly that you could then use in dating us? <laughs> I mean, definitely Carly. Like I, I feel like I could, I would get you great gifts. Like I could get you, like there's lots of Alice in Wonderland themed gifts that I could give you. Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could like burn the American flag as a no, gesture of love. No, burn the American flag. I don't hate America. I just hate the government. God, Divya. But that's, the flag is an institution of the government. No, but the flag represents the people as well. And I don't hate the American people. I just don't like the government. Your, your thoughts on this are so nuanced. I'm truly struggling. <laughs> Divya, what is, um, what is something that a person would throw you out of a car for? That's simply not the question. What's the question? <laughs> I'd like to say to the listeners, I am so entirely sober right now. I am just drinking a nice tea. I just can't speak today. Um, but what is what is something that a person would kick you, your kidnapper would kick you out of a car for for talking about? Is that the question? They kick you out of the car? I thought they were no, it was it was return you. <laughs> <laughs> so presumably safely. <laughs> but, but I like in my scenario, they're just they're fed up. They've already returned two women. At this point, they're just going <laughs> to kick me out of the car. Um, I would say, you know what? I would say sharks. I love sharks. I have favorite sharks. I love the great white shark, which is kind of a basic answer. But honestly, they are cool because they are apex predators. And they have a very cool way of hunting. So um, they'll swim like very far below their prey. And then... Um, so if they're chasing a seal or some other animal that's closer to the surface, then at some point they'll swim up and attack their prey from below. And so they do this behavior called breaching, although actually like jump out of the water. So there's footage of these massive sharks jumping like several feet out of the water. So that's very cool. There's also a shark called the thresher shark, which is this like very beautiful shark. Everyone listening should Google all of these sharks. Um, so it has this, they're very fast and they have these really long tails that they can actually use to like whip in front of them and stun their prey. So they could be like chasing a fish or like following a fish 
and they'll actually like whip their back tail and actually stun the fish in front of them. Um, so that's super cool. And then one of my absolute favorite types of sharks is called the Greenland shark. And this shark can live like up to 200 years old. They found these sharks. They like live in the cold Arctic waters. They're like very slow moving, so they have slow metabolism. Um, they like live alone and they have this like kind of symbiotic relationship with um, like a parasite that lives on them and actually like eats out their eyes. And so they become blind because this parasite like eats their eyes. And so you just have these like, and they're massive too, like these massive slow moving blind sharks just patrolling the cold Arctic waters. It's just like fascinating what exists out there. And then I have very much a gripe with Shark Week on Discovery Channel. Yeah. Um, anyone that actually likes sharks should not like Shark Week because they just play the same like kind of tired programming all the time. Like a lot of it's like not as educational as it should be. And then the, the final straw for me with Shark Week was they played a movie that looked like a documentary, but was actually just a fictional movie about this like bloodthirsty shark that was attacking a ship and like stalking its prey and like killing all the people and it, like completely fictional, but it was like, it seemed it was filmed in the style of like a documentary and it was played during shark week. And it's like, okay, Discovery, do you not know how cool sharks are? Like you don't have to make up things about sharks for them to be cool. You can just tell us things about sharks. Um, yeah, so I feel like I would probably get kicked out of the car for- <laughs> You get, that's how you get thrown out of the car for? Yeah. yeah, for someone being like, you know what? I like Shark Week, get out. <laughs> <laughs> that is like such an actually really good question. Like, yeah. wow. What would you do you feel like we, do you guys feel like we have more of a crush on each other now? Absolutely. I definitely feel I like you. crush is coming on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so Divya, since the pandemic, you brought, <laughs> you brought fire starters into a real mic and now a real show. Tell us about that. That's yes, I, I love these. Yeah. Yeah. I love these hard transitions to talking about comedy. <laughs> um, well, the thing too with Firestarters, it was a mic pre-pandemic. Like it was an in-person mic. Um, and we started in like October. When did we start it? October of 2019 or like end of September. So it was an in-person mic, but we only had it for a few months before the pandemic. Then it transitioned to virtual. Then we came back, I think like March of 2020. Um, and at first, um, you know, at first it was like a small turnout, but then I think because, because there were so few mics that were going on at that time, and especially, you know, women's and LGBTQ specific mics, um, I think we just started seeing a lot more people, which was really fun. And I think because it's such a supportive room, like we, we love supporting comics, everyone's great. Lots of people stay to the end, um, 
we're also, I feel like we're also seeing a lot of newer comics come to our mic. Um, so that's interesting too, to just like see so many new, I mean, I don't know if y'all have experienced this as well, but I feel like there's so many new people who have started comedy or people who have been doing comedy and um, moved to New York this year. So I feel like it's been a great way to one, just be able to have a supportive room, have a room, you know, that's really for women and LGBTQIA performers. And then also just support new comics, meet a lot of new people. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been very interesting seeing how the scene has changed and seeing just meeting so many new people that pre-pandemic either weren't here, or I just had never met before. So we're, we're running down on time now. Do we all wanna ask another um, fun, fun sleepover question? Before? Yeah, we'll wrap it up by everybody gets to ask one more question. Cool, cool, cool. Carly, you want to start? Since you were the one who was trying to wrap this up. I wasn't trying to wrap it up. I was going to ask what <laughs> to do, but I, I can. I just don't know what the... Um... Carly's the first person to fall asleep at the sleepover. First things first. Do you believe in aliens? Um, I believe there's... I don't believe aliens in the sense that popular media portrays it, but there's most likely life outside of our planet and our solar system. And there probably is, probably is, probably is intelligent life out there. I mean, like the universe is so vast and we have only such a small understanding of it and like of such a small piece of it that it would be, it'd be kind of crazy to assume that we're the only intelligent life in the universe. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Same indeed. All right. Uh, I have, I have a, um, I have a question. Was that from, wait, was that from questions okay. to ask your best friend? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they really give you the heavy hitters on team mode. <laughs> um, what is your, um, what are your biggest pet peeves? Probably that was on our normal doc. Oh, you're so right. That's so important. Well, because the one I actually got excited about was, what's your favorite dance move? Can we see it? But this is a podcast. <laughs> um, if you, why don't you ask your question? Well, I have a good, yeah, I have a good question. Yeah. Again, questions to ask your crush from Cosmo. Um, what is one rule you really enjoy breaking? See, the first thing that came to mind for me was jaywalking. <laughs> I feel like it's less about like traffic laws <laughs> and more like personal rules. Actually, <laughs> traffic law. I okay. Love let's we can answer traffic laws first. What's the traffic law <laughs> you enjoy breaking? I got, <laughs> okay. I got somewhere that was twenty minutes away from my house in thirteen minutes yesterday. So that's a really good one. Speeding, and also I love jaywalking because. You can cross, like in New York, it's normal to just like, for those of you who've never been to New York, not you guys on the podcast, of course, but our listeners, um, you can just cross the street here all the time. Like as long as the car is not coming, you just go. But in California, they don't do that. So I love jaywalking. <laughs> Catherine Kelly. <laughs> Government loves jaywalking. <laughs> one of those government rules big government getting in the way of our lives in general i actually what's your traffic law 
one of my traffic. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for asking. The traffic <laughs> I most enjoy breaking is I love when I can park and get away with not paying for parking. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, there's like there's a, the endorphin rush is insane. Um, it uh, it gets you through those long winter nights. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm. <laughs> But no, that's that's probably my top one because it's, I think the crushing blow of getting ticketed for not paying for parking is um, on par with how good it feels to get away with it. It's true. Higher the higher the risk, the higher the reward. That's true. Divya, what's so your every, um, I all of like definitely speeding jaywalking is such bullshit. I don't even consider it a traffic law. Like that just should not exist at all. Um, I would say parking too, not just not paying, but also ignoring like the time windows, ignoring the two hour limits on parking. Mm -hmm. Like, listen, if I've got to be somewhere, I've got to be so like, just, I'm just going to park here for as long as I need to. Why, why do you need to know my business? Yeah. Yeah, This is why I hate the government. (laughs) Yeah. This is... For everyone out there, if you want to get to know your crush better, ask them what traffic violations <laughs> are their favorite. Um, speak, uh, not speaking of, I don't know why I say speaking of, what, <laughs> speaking of traffic not, violations, Divya. Violations. <laughs> What's your favorite conspiracy theory? Flat Earth. I think, what was the one... There was one about like Wayfair involved in human oh, trafficking. Yeah. yeah, where it was like they were selling children th- using the furniture or like hiding them in the furniture. And honestly, like, <laughs> this is probably something I shouldn't admit, but at one point I like saw it as a headline and thought it was, and just didn't look any further. And I was like, oh, now I can't buy from Wayfair. Like, cause that's so believable too, for a big corporation to just be so morally corrupt that I was like, oh, now I, you know. I guess I can't buy from Wayfair anymore. And then I was like, oh no, this is just a conspiracy theory. So I guess I maybe have some empathy now for people who believe in conspiracy theories, mm-hmm. um, but not actually because if you actually click on any article, you'll you'll see that it's bullshit if it's a conspiracy theory. I feel like the other day I was like, oh my God, I love this conspiracy theory, but I don't remember what it was. <laughs> it's like this is such conspiracy theory but I love it oh I recently that was uh fun that um a lot of people think that I don't know if either of you watched the show Ted Lasso but that uh Roy Kent is um CGI <laughs> <laughs> like I think that's whimsical I think that's a nice <laughs> that's a nice one yeah yeah <laughs> also right so um to wrap up the podcast, uh, if you guys, listeners, have loved talking to Divya today, where can we see you perform or keep up with your career, Divya? Yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at Divya underscore undone. And you can come to one of our Firestarter shows. Our next one is Friday, October 8th at Club Coming in Manhattan. Uh, and we have Marsha Belsky as our headliner and lots of other absolutely amazing comedians.
Yay. Amazing. Oh my God, Olivia, well, thank you for being on our first ever laughing your mask off sleepover. <laughs> thank you for having me. This is the, the most fun sleepover I've had um, in the past five years. Thank you for listening to Laughing Your Mask Off. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a good review. To keep up with our hosts, follow Catherine at Catherine.Cowan and Carly at Carly Palestina on Instagram. See you next week.